When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Forever News! In today's episode, we've got some stories to talk about. In case you're not subscribed, you definitely should. Hit that subscribe button, hit that bell to get all notifications so you don't miss out. You could also catch Forever News on all podcast streaming services. Don't miss out. Make sure to tune in. Okay, people, so for starters, we got a couple of pieces of Boruto news in particular regarding the future of the anime, Jump Festa. Yeah, this is going to be pretty significant stuff because the Boruto anime, as it stands right now, moving forward, its future, um, in particular, what they're going to be doing with it is definitely uncertain, and it's looking... um, rather intriguing especially with all of these updates that i got here for you guys today we're absolutely going to talk about it we also got a story regarding saint Seiya and a live action saint Seiya that they're doing and i'm not even gonna lie when i heard about it i was like wait what live action huh saint Seiya? really i ugh, this doesn't sound great at all i'm gonna give it to you guys in a bit but yeah saint Seiya live action <laughs> we got the top 10 selling manga series of the week an update on the cowboy bebop live action netflix series in particular something that i want to say potentially is a marketing ploy because yeah i don't see this being actually like yeah we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it because it has something big to do with the cowboy bebop anime we got an update regarding the whole situation with the creator of tokyo ghoul's new work chojin x and it being serialized we talked about it in the last episode well got a little bit more insight into what's going on there an update on the latest work from the creator of gantz coming to an end which i didn't even really realize up until recently that there was a new work from him after inuyashiki but yeah um we'll get into it we got an update on the vinland saga anime in particular season two from the creator of vinland saga's manga himself yeah there was some misinformation going on and he came to clear it up the toc is here in case you know what that is it's basically the weekly shonen jump rankings where the series fall and whatnot and we've been talking about it recently regarding a couple of newbies uh red hood and nero and yeah we, we've got the results of where they land this weekend it's 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 something to say the least and also updates of something that shonen jump is doing to push another big title dawn to dawn so we'll get into that one as well we got an update on shaman king superstar which i had no idea there was a shaman king superstar like how many shaman king spin-offs are there now at this point but yeah um, unfortunate one for fans of it at that massive huge update for the my hero academia anime in particular season six yes people it continues the my hero academia anime we'll get into it we got an announcement for a higarashi when they cry manga i'm excited about that if you don't know about higarashi it's a horror series one of my favorite horror series so we'll be getting into that we got two pieces of dr stone news one of which for dr stone fans is going to be earth shattering and yeah because one of them is you know mild and an update on something going on but then the other one you probably could tell from the title but 
It looks like it's uh, heading towards the, the, the finale for Dr. Stone. We'll talk about it, but yeah. We got a small update for the Black Clover manga. We got a ton of updates for Mission Yozakura. It seems like Shonen Jump is now starting to push the button with all sorts of stuff regarding events and different things that they're doing with the series. So we'll be getting into that. And a big update on the success of the Tokyo Revengers manga. Taking a little bit more of a closer look at it because, yeah, it's been a phenomenon like no other this year. Well... I'd argue Jujutsu Kaisen was somewhere in the realm, but yeah, we've got a lot to talk about. Without further ado, people, let's jump into another exciting episode of... For Never News! The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. We don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. No matter how you Okay, people, so first on the agenda, we got a couple of pieces, big pieces of Boruto news. In particular, something for starters regarding Jump Festa 2022, and I am so happy that this was announced because y'all remember, I want to say it was either last episode or the episode before that of Forever News. I spoke about that there was no Boruto panel or super stage in particular announced for Jump Festa. It was only like, I want to say One Piece and a few others, but there was no Boruto, and it actually has been confirmed that Boruto is getting a super stage let's read it says Boruto will be getting a super stage during this year's Jump Festa 2021 being held on December 18th and 19th no specific date or time has been confirmed as of yet but it'll more than likely be I'm guessing maybe the 18th I, I want to say but either way that is massive that means that we're going to get something big y'all know last Jump Festa there was Ikamoto there and he was speaking about like the future of the series how we're getting close to the time skip even though it's kind of crazy where a year removed from that and in that one he was apologizing saying yeah I said it was going to come soon but it's really soon and then we're a year removed and we still haven't hit that time skip yet but with this jump festa super stage i'm i'm excited i hope that this is going to be big announcements for the future of the anime because we got a lot to talk about with the anime after we talk about this uh, jump festa stage but i hope it's something to do with that maybe it could be finally another boruto movie which yeah boruto does have a movie you know the boruto naruto the movie but we haven't had a movie since boruto as a series as an anime and manga has been you know conceptualized we never got another film since then a lot of people have been wondering like what's been going on with studio piro like Black Clover never got a film, finally got announced. Boruto hasn't had a film since its debut. Like the last Boruto film was, you know, what, 2015, 2014 or something like that. So it's been quite some time since we've gotten a Boruto film. And yeah, I'm hoping this could be that. It also could be a wide variety of things. It could be, you know, them announcing maybe another time travel arc like what they did with the, you know, Jiraiya traveling back in time, which I go a lot, even though it had a lot of problems and all that jazz. For a fan service filling thing, it fulfilled me and I really enjoyed that arc. So yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what the hell they're going to do. It could be an announcement on maybe, again, the time skip. Like I think at this point, considering where we're at in the manga and stuff like that, a time skip should be the announcement. It should be the inevitable at this point of like, okay, you know, we, we've done everything we can do and now it's time. And I said this on Twitter, but I definitely think it would be the case. I think it would be amazing, a huge, huge deal if they were to do the time skip and debut it as a film 
like similar to how Boruto, you know, it got his big start with like the big Boruto Naruto movie film. What if they did a time skip film marketing the series as a lot darker, grittier? It's not the same Boruto that a lot of people maybe had disinterest in or whatever. Like do something like that. I think that will definitely bring a lot of people to the table, rebranding it with the time skip of, you know, calling it Boruto Z, cutting out all those unnecessary fillers or anime canon whatever or we could even take a different approach and instead of cutting out the filler so to speak let the anime canonically go ahead of the manga allow like whatever the script is or whatever the idea of what was writing Boruto at this point which is kind of crazy it's like a headless horseman at this point because you know it was confirmed kishimoto but then we don't really know if kishimoto is there because it's never been officially credited as him being the writer of the script and whatnot but do what dragon ball super did allow the Boruto anime to canonically go ahead of the manga and do things that way like that would be huge you get boruto z it's like basically almost you know how anime canon is but it actually goes to the forefront and the manga trails behind i don't know i think that would be sick with a boruto z-esque film leading the charge of all of it but we gotta wait and see either way all of that was just speculation we just know that jump festa 2022 boruto super stage will be happening and while we're talking about the boruto anime and its future we got a few episode titles and whatnot for the future of the boruto anime that definitely lends an idea of what's going to be happening following the wrap-up of the big arc that we're in right now with the battle against ishiki otsutsuki but let's start reading for starters it says boruto anime episode 220 will be titled remaining time and that'll be out october 17th and this info was originally published in the tv programming section of a lifestyle magazine so we know boruto 220 will be remaining time which is kind of crazy that if i'm not mistaken wasn't naruto originally 220 episodes like og naruto that is crazy that after october 17th basically october 24th unless there's a break boruto will have surpassed the amount of episodes original naruto had kind of nuts but then moving forward which is going to give us a real interesting insight because these are the provisional time titles for Boruto anime episodes airing at the end of October and these are all courtesy of Organic Dinosaur by the way shout outs to them uh episode 221 titled the Chunin exams again out October 24th and before we go any further that means that pretty much unless there's something else coming you know rather quickly that Boruto is going to be starting on October 24th going into anime canon or filler whatever you want to call it moving forward and yeah that's going to be the move which it doesn't necessarily say that Boruto is going to be around for the long haul because there's also that whole info that was going around that Boruto has been confirmed for 248 episodes i think it was said or something like that and yeah so there's a possibility that they're going to wrap it all up and we're going to get another year's worth of filler but i wouldn't be surprised if we get another year's worth of filler just because we are about nine or ten chapters away from the manga crazy close to the point where we're going to need to pad out a lot of original anime content and it's crazy the tuning exams again don't get me wrong that actually sounds rather exciting like i wouldn't mind a mini arc of the tuning exams again because yeah they were interrupted similar to naruto part one and stuff like that but that's also crazy that october 24th boruto has more episodes than og naruto already kind of nuts um then episode 222 the eve before the decisive battle october 31st and i'm wondering what the hell does that mean what is that in reference to I, i'd imagine again that's probably something to do with anime canon because i don't believe those are titles that go along with anything from the manga but it's looking to be that 
moving forward, starting with October 24th, we are going to be going into anime filler canon. Again, whatever you want to call it, anime canon, anime filler. Um, and yeah, I mean, at the very least for a while, we're going to be there. We're going to be there. Hopefully they do some good stuff, though, because we saw when Boruto was an anime canon and filler and all that shit for all of almost 2019's entirety. It was it was something else. The Boruto anime really was hated and um, not too many people were really rocking with it. Hopefully they do a good job and they figure something out because I think now is the perfect time, especially we just talked about the Jump Fest, the super stage for Boruto. Let's get into the time skip. Hopefully the manga is going to be doing that within the next couple months. That'll lead the anime to be able to rebrand and do something big. I don't know. But yeah, people, that's all the Boruto anime news we have today. I know it was a little bit hefty, but I felt this was very important to talk about and discuss. So we did. Okay, people, next up, Saint Seiya live action. We got a couple of articles here. And we got the actors that are already picked for the Saint Seiya live action. I don't know who green greenlit this. Who said to do this? Like, for starters, the unofficial Shonen Jump uh, Twitter said, Makenyu Madison Eisman, Sean Bean, Famke Johnson, Nick Stow, Diego Tinoco, and Mark DeCasos will be part of the cast of Knights of the Zodiac, a live-action adaptation of Saint Seiya made by Toei Animation and Sony Pictures Worldwide Acquisitions. And then we got a little bit more insight that I want to take a look into it. It says, again, all of those names doing the live-action. Pacific Rim Uprising actor Makenyu and Madison Eisman are leading the cast of Knights of the Zodiac, a live-action adaptation of the 1980s manga and anime series titled Saint Seiya being made by Toy Animation and Sony Pictures Worldwide Acquisitions. Sean Bean, Famke Jansen, Nick Stahl, Diego Tinoco, and Mark DeCasos are also in the firmament of the fantasy that's coming off of rapping production. Holy shit, so it's already been made. Wow. Um, and these are a lot of very difficult names to pronounce, so forgive me if I butcher them. Uh, Tomasz Baginski, the Polish animator and special effects whiz who's worked on The Witcher, is directing the movie that Toy is producing. Okay, which is kind of crazy since when does Toei do live action? But basically, it seems as though they already wrap production. These are the actors and actresses. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm expecting an absolute abomination of a train wreck for starters. Toy Animation is doing a live action. Now, it could be that they're going to do similar to I think they did like a really detailed CG Saint Seiya. Maybe they're using the actors and they're going to put a whole bunch of CG on them. But since when does Toei do live action? I, what is this? Like, I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie i'm just i'm utterly shocked and in disbelief that this is even happening i don't even remember if i covered this or not when it was announced and i mean they got some big names like the witcher executive producer being a part of it i'm expecting horrible stuff and if they delight me if they impress then so be it but i am expecting this to be really really bad like saint say is one of those properties that it doesn't really lend itself too well to do live action in my opinion like maybe you know you get the armor and shit but like getting the armor alone you know the saint armor to look a certain way and i don't know man and the actors themselves they don't where's saint Seiya and these actors I, this is gonna be bad and grab your popcorn because i told you here first if i'm wrong so be it great if not yeah <laughs> okay people moving forward these are oricon's top 10 weekly chart by series coming in at number 10 jojolian with 82,196. i'd imagine a new volume probably came out that's why it shot up in sales like that because again this is by series not just singular volumes number nine shumatsu no valkyrie aka record of ragnarok with 86,484. 
Number eight, Yubisaki Torreveren. Well, I have no idea what that is. That's a Kodansha title. Number seven, Kaiju number eight, still selling a bunch of stuff. 98,180 this week. Uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba, god damn. Demon Slayer number six, uh, 99,000 this week. Uh, number five, Golden Kamui, 115,000. Number four, My Hero Academia, 140,000. And then top three, One Piece, still at number three, baby, 152,533 this week. Uh, two, Dungeon Meshi, I've never heard of that. And yeah, I don't even know who that publisher is. Enterbrain, interesting, 162,000. And then coming in at number one with literally 10 times the amount of sales as number two, Tokyo Revengers with 1.6 million. Again, I'm going to keep on saying it. I'm caught up now. Now I'm caught up to date with the manga. And I'm going to have a video at some point, hopefully this week, if not next week, on the actual manga. It deserves every freaking sale. It is very addictive. That's probably why the people are going out. Like They'll buy maybe like the first three volumes, and then they'll be like, okay, I need to read some more. So they'll probably buy another three. Then they'll probably realize, fuck, I'm, I'm addicted to this shit. And they probably buy the whole thing. That's just my opinion. Like It's it's that damn good. Selling ten times more than number two as a collective. But it makes sense because if you've seen the charts, top 50 selling, Tokyo Revengers has been absolutely dominating decimating the competition so big shout outs to ken wakui's tokyo revengers okay people next up big update on the cowboy bebop live action and in my opinion this announcement was to get people to feel a certain way and to market it to the anime fandom that may not want to check it out i feel like this is i don't want to say a last ditch effort but somewhere in that realm of like okay anime fans they already are making up their minds before even watching it they're not gonna watch it well how do we entice them hmm tell them that it expands on the anime the thing that they actually love so they'll kind of feel obligated to watch it in some fashion that's how i feel about this announcement because According to this, it says Netflix's live-action Cowboy Bebop show to expand on anime's canon. I also want to add to what I just said that I feel like that is also going to be an excuse for them to do whatever the fuck they wanted to do with this one. <laughs> That's why I feel like they're trying to do it. Like, oh, no, we're expanding on the anime. No, you're doing whatever the hell you wanted to do and making up an excuse. Like, that's what I feel why this is being announced as well. Andre Nemec, one of the showrunners for Netflix's live-action adaptation of Sunrise's Cowboy Bebop, stated in an interview with Entertainment Magazine Entertainment Weekly on Tuesday that the live-action adaptation will be an expansion to the canon of the anime, adding original stories. He added that the series will not be a full-on remake, saying that just redoing the anime will leave an audience hungry for something that they already saw. Nemec said the live-action series does a quote-unquote really nice job of not violating the canon in any direction, but merely offers some extra glimpses into the world that was already created. Nemec also revealed in the interview that he was introduced to the anime when he heard some electric funky jazz music from Cowboy Bebop composer Yoko Kano on the radio while driving in New York. Kano is herself returning to work on the live-action series. The 10-episode series will premiere on November 19th. And, of course, the series is a co-production between Netflix and Tomorrow Studios, with Netflix handling physical production. Tomorrow Studios is a partnership between producer Marty Adelston, who did Prison Break, Teen Wolf, and is producer for the live-action One Piece project. Oh, God. So, one of the people attached to Cowboy Bebop is also producing the One Piece live-action. I don't know. Like, a part of me feels like, like, in comparison, we just spoke about the Saint Seiya live-action movie. 
A part of me feels like this could be executed better, but them adding these things like, oh, it's going to be an expansion to the anime, and basically we're going to have, it's not going to be a one-on-one remake, there's going to be some original stuff in there. That's worrisome. Those are worrisome signs of, they know that it's not going to bold well with fans, so they did whatever they wanted to do in certain areas, in certain regards, and that's going to piss people off, just being honest. It's very similar to what happened with Netflix's Death Note. Uh, they didn't say, you know, we expanded the anime or anything like that, but they did some wild stuff, and look how that turned out. So, I don't know, I ain't gonna lie. I have more faith for the Cowboy Bebop one than that Saint Seiya, what looks like an abomination, to be honest with you. But, yeah, these are, these are writings on the walls that... It's not going to go uh, over very well. I, like I said before, I'm going to give it a try. Come November, I will check out at the very least the first episode. I'll grab my popcorn. I'll get ready to see what it's all about. But I'm not expecting amazingness. I'm expecting, I don't want to say a train wreck neither. I'm expecting like on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm expecting a 3 to a 4 out of 10. If I get a 5, which I call average, or a 6, I will be very, very happy. But I'm expecting a 3 or 4. With Saint Seiya, I'm expecting no more than a 1 to a 2. Just being honest with you. like So there's my, my rating scale. Like A 5 or a 6 will be great. With Netflix's Cowboy Bebop, again, I'm expecting a 3 or a 4. But coming in with low expectations may help to pleasantly surprise me. I don't know, but... Yeah, I'm very curious what you guys think about this, of them, quote-unquote, expanding on the anime with original content and not being a one-on-one remake. It's a good and a bad, because then at the very least, it'll take away the idea of, like, oh, they're disrespecting, but it's still, it's called Cowboy Bebop, okay? It's called Cowboy Bebop, yeah. Moving forward, we got an update finally giving clarity on what's going on with the new series from the creator of Tokyo Ghoul, Chojin X. I spoke about it a couple different times that they announced that it was getting properly serialized, and we didn't know exactly what that meant. However, it's been cleared up what's going on with it. According to this, it says, Chojin X manga by Tokyo Ghoul Suishida gets serialization in Young Jump on October 14th. Uh, according to this, it says, This year's 43rd issue of Shueisha's weekly Young Jump magazine revealed on Wednesday that Suishida's Chojin X manga will also begin serializing in the magazine beginning with the 46th issue on October 14th. The manga already serializes on Shueisha's Tonari no Young Jump manga website. And how I know it's going to be from chapter 1? Because according to this one, it says, Chojin X by Suishida will start with chapter 1 in weekly Young Jump issue number 46 out October 14th. And it'll get a special new color page by Suishida for the release as well however the series will continue to run on Tonari Young Jump's web service which more than likely Suishida is going to continue dropping the chapters as he feels like it and then they will put them in the magazine because they're already behind by like you know what there's about eight or nine chapters so they got a couple of months to basically continue throwing them in the magazine if Suishida takes too long then it'll be an issue but there will probably be weeks basically where it won't be in the magazine until they wait till the next one he drops but I think that's probably what the deal is going to be like Suishida can put them out when he wants on the website and then the magazine as soon as they're available are going to throw them in the magazine which I think it's a good thing in a way it's definitely going to lend to boost his popularity because right now being web only on you know Tanadino Jump website like 
I'm, I don't know what the traffic is on that website, but I can't imagine it being as significant as, you know, the big weekly Young Jump Seinen magazine. And yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for this, man. I am very, very, very much so behind this one. I need to catch up, of course, but Suishida's name holds a lot of weight for me. And I'm just glad that it's going to be, you know, from chapter one, they're going to put it in weekly Young Jump to give it that boost. And hopefully it does something for it. It kind of makes me wonder why they're deciding to do this. I have a couple of theories in particular. I'm guessing that maybe it's not blowing up like they'd hope and of course he's the author of tokyo ghoul so they probably want this to blow up because like that's a big deal like yo you made tokyo ghoul tokyo ghoul to this day is very big especially here in the west i'd imagine they want this to blow up on that level and they're like yo it's cool you're you scheduling all that stuff we want to put this in our big weekly young jump magazine i'm just saying but yeah i really need to catch up and make another video talking about like what's going on in the manga and how it's faring so far because again i only talked about chapter one and yeah people that's the big news regarding Chojin X being serialized. It is starting from chapter one in Weekly Young Jump, but you can still expect those chapters continue on from where it's at to be released digitally okay people next up we got a big update regarding the latest series from the author of gantz it's called gigant if i'm not mistaken and on september 9th it was said which i want to say i missed this one gigant by hiroya oku will end with the next chapter in upcoming big comic superior issue 20 out september 24th and the final volume will be out december 27th and the series has 1.5 million copies in circulation yada yada and i've heard a lot of wild things about this well just an update on that story which again it's kind of crazy i didn't even know that the author of gantz had a new series out but uh gigant's final chapter by hiroya oku will have 45 pages so the final chapter will be a big one that's one that i'm interested in getting into because the author of gantz like gantz again i've said this before it wasn't the most impactful series to me like i really liked the first half of the anime when i watched it but i never got into the manga but i liked it for the most part but it wasn't like anything outrageously great i guess i like the shock factor that it delivered to be honest with you but Inuyashiki his other manga that he did after Gantz that shit mwah, masterpiece in my opinion and funny enough it had a bunch of Gantz references and shit like that like if this series is anywhere close to the ballpark of how incredible Inuyashiki was oh my god then I am so freaking pumped I can't wait honestly the art looks kind of dope Gigant I, I I'd expect this will probably get an anime as well maybe who knows the same way Amazon did I, I want to say it was Amazon that got the Inuyashiki anime I will definitely get on Amazon Prime again for another work from Hiroya Oku because Inuyashiki that was his masterpiece a lot of people know him from Gantz you should know him from Inuyashiki that shit was incredible okay people next up a big update on the villain saga anime so basically a big villain saga fan account had posted that there was fake news about the villain saga anime going around that there was a youtube video which i want to say this was all happening in japan and the youtube video was saying that the anime is going to take a different direction from the manga and all of this stuff and the author of villain saga himself came out to talk and address this whole thing that was going around that villain saga was going to deviate from the anime which i'll be honest with you like i highly doubt that just because like villain saga it was so impactful and i get it that there's rumors like maybe people aren't gonna like the next season of villain saga because of the way it's done it's very different from season one i don't know that to be the truth i haven't seen or read anything past season one so i don't personally know but i've heard those whispers around there so maybe that's where this whole video came from i'm not really sure but the creator of villain saga himself came out and said you don't have to worry. The animation production team respects the original very much. Thank you for enjoying Vinland Saga. So basically he said, can the rumors, they respect my story. They're not going to go anime original with that bad boy at all, which thank goodness because 
Vinland Saga Season 1 was a masterpiece. I don't know what I'm in store for with Season 2, but I trust this author's judgment because, <laughs> yo, Season 1 of Vinland Saga was insanely great. Like, that was another really dope one. Now that I think about it, yo, Amazon got some good taste in anime because they had Inuyashiki and they had Vinland Saga. Like, maybe we should trust Amazon's judgment. I don't know. They also had Blade of the Immortal now that I think about it. Yo, whoever's picking titles at Amazon Prime, y'all got good taste. So yeah, have no fear. Villain Saga Season 2 is going to be faithful to the manga, according to the author himself. Okay, people, next up, the weekly Shonen Jump rankings are here. And there's always been a back and forth on what the significance of this ranking system is. I just know that, and it's been pretty much factual, that usually when a series is always at the bottom constantly, aside from a few select exemptions from this, like Demon Slayer, that that shit was always in the bottom and then... Once it blew up, it, you know, took off to another stratosphere. Usually when you're at the bottom, often, especially early on, you get the axe. And in the latest issue, yet again, this time issue number 43, the bottom two, Red Hood at number 15 at the dead last bottom. And then Nero, the other recent serialization in Shonen Jump, at number 14 right above it. So, yeah, it's really not looking good for Red Hood. And this is going to be a big, big shame. I'm sure similar to how Phantom Seer had a lot of people very upset. This Red Hood series, if it gets canceled, which is starting to look that way, it's going to really piss people off, man. I can't even believe it. Like, what what's going on, Japan? Why aren't y'all digging Red Hood? It's so good. And even Nero, I've heard some good things. I only read chapter one. I wasn't the biggest fan, but so I can't really completely vouch for Nero. I can vouch for Hunter's Guild Red Hood. What are you doing, Japan? Y'all going to let this one slip by? Y'all really going to do this to us? Like, come on, man. So, once again, things not looking good for Red Hood. According to this, it said the TOC is here. And next week, we will be getting a special. 32 page chapter of Don the Don by Tatsuyuki Nobu which in case you don't know Don the Don to my understanding has not been serialized in a physical publication as of yet it is a jump plus title which is a digital distribution so this is kind of big that they're actually putting a special chapter of Don the Don and weekly shonen jump i'd imagine that's to market it to people to you know their big audience from the jump magazine to go check out this series because they're probably betting big on it being like the next big thing which it's also kind of crazy because them putting a 32 page special chapter in there to you know bring people in shonen jumps readership over there in japan there are a lot of younger kids and if you've read dawn to dawn one of the big things is about an old lady wanting those kids wang wang so you gotta bring a lot of little young ones to go check that out like one of the big things about it being on jump plus was that oh you know they don't gotta worry about kiddos and shit it's on a digital platform you know that's the parents responsibility it's not on magazine stands where a kid can just grab it and look at whatever crazy shit is going on this is gonna be funny to hear if there's anything that blows back from this of hey putting dawn to dawn on you know stands everywhere in weekly shonen jump where they're talking about an old lady trying to take a little boy <laughs> but yeah either way that's going to be big that's definitely going to boost the popularity of don the don and also showcases that shonen jump is very heavily betting on don the don to be something big if they're even doing a special chapter of don the don to put in weekly shonen jump when don the don is a jump plus title they they don't do that I, to my understanding i don't believe they've done a kaiju number eight special chapter for jump 
yeah, they, they want to blow this shit up. It also could be, though, there's the other side of it. It could be that maybe the first week sales for the first volume weren't what they were hoping for and expected, and they're trying to give it a boost because I think it did all right. It did like about 59, I want to say almost 60,000 with its first week sales, but maybe they want like what Kaiju number eight. Kaiju number eight, I want to say what its first volume was doing astronomical numbers so maybe that's what they're hoping for and that's why they're doing this either way shout outs to don the don and also very big bummer that red hood and Nero are again at the bottom okay people next up big update on shaman king in particular shaman king superstar manga which i had no idea there was a shaman king superstar manga but according to this it says shaman king the superstar manga goes on hiatus the october issue of kodansha's shonen magazine edge revealed on friday that shaman king the superstar hiroyuki take's new arc for his shaman king manga will go on hiatus due to take currently being busy and occupied by other work the magazine will announce the manga's resumption at a later date take launched the manga in shonen magazine edge in may 2018 after publishing three prologue chapters kodansha published the manga's fifth compiled book volume on february 17th and i have no idea what this is about i'm imagining maybe it continues off from where shaman king left off but either way yeah i'm wondering what is he busy with isn't shaman king his big deal like his big thing it could be like real life personal issues but they didn't say anything about health but if he's busy with other things maybe it could be something to do with like the anime maybe they have him consulting on how to adapt certain things that could be a big thing because that's been a little bit more recent of a thing where they bring the manga creators in to get their input on how to do particular stuff in an anime so maybe they have him working there or again it could be personal life stuff but either way whatever it may be for him to actually put his thing on hold on hiatus until a later time i'm sure it's important wishing him positive vibes and best wishes on whatever he got going on and yeah it's a bummer for fans of shaman king but it will return at some given point shaman king superstar as of now though on hiatus okay people next up my hero academia Demia anime update now season six has been confirmed <laughs> according to a couple of different sources for starters well the weekly shonen jump unofficial account said my hero academia season six is in production but then we got a little bit more with a piece of art that says my hero academia anime season six officially confirmed and shigi shigaraki says i'll destroy everything the middle line says the war between heroes and villains is approaching and deku says i'll use everything i have to stop you now y'all know i've been very critical of season five i am really fingers crossed right now that they don't botch season six because season five was supposed to have the second best arc i've always said this since you know i started talking about this season five was supposed to have the second best arc and season six is supposed to have the best arc season five had my villain academia y'all know i'm not gonna retread through there how i felt i was very critical i'll say that of everything about season five and whatnot i want to say they said that they cleared up the last few episodes a lot of people been saying like no the last few episodes were really good i haven't watched it in a few weeks now at this point but yeah people have said it got better but either way season five there was a lot of complaints that i had for it i am really hoping that they're not working on another film right now i'm hoping that they're taking all of that manpower that they would have used you know spreading to different teams and whatnot and put it all to focus in on making a quality proper adaptation for my hero academia season six because this is supposed to be the creme de la creme of everything my hero academia so far like my hero academia hasn't had a better arc than this one this big war that is being teased since 
and I hope that they do it justice. I hope, again, there's no film going on, so they don't got to split the crew, which there's probably a film going on, to be honest with you, but I hope they don't have, like, a whole bunch of hoorah going on, hoopla going on regarding, oh, we're going to switch up the placement of the arcs, and we're going to have, like, no, do it straight up. You have the guide right there. The manga is right there. All you got to do is copy and paste and do it in quality, high-quality art and animation, and we're golden, but yeah, it's been confirmed season six, so if we're in 2021 right now, probably if we're wrapping up going into fall i'm guessing maybe next fall or somewhere around there you know they take about a year so maybe next fall or winter my hero academia season six and i'm just fingers fingers crossed that they don't botch this shit because they absolutely can we've seen what happened with season five not this one not this one bones like bones put your head on straight screw it on you know what i'm saying and make sure you get this one right because not this one bones this one, we're going to come with our pitchforks and, uh, and all of that jazz because this is, this is supposed to be special. Please get it right. Either way, My Hero Academia Season 6 already confirmed in production and it's going into one of the biggest arcs, the biggest arc in my opinion thus far. Okay people, next up we got a couple of huge pieces of Dr. Stone news for starters. Dr. Stone will be on break next week in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 44. However, the series will return in issue number 45 as scheduled. So not the biggest thing in the world, but it is going on break. So unfortunate for Dr. Stone manga readers. I'm an anime only. However, this news right here has been rocking people all morning since I've seen it. Uh, Dr. Stone is coming to an end. It's entering its final arc, which final arcs we've seen the you know fourth grade shinobi war last five years. So I always say you'd never know how long a final arc could be. But according to this, it says Dr. Stone will be starting the final arc of the series after resuming in weekly Shonen Jump issue number 45. So no chapter and then boom, final arc. I feel like people have been saying for a while that it's been getting real serious. You know, shit has gotten real in Dr. Stone. So it doesn't come off as like a complete and utter surprise. Like, oh, it's canceled or anything like that. I wouldn't be surprised if the authors, they've been working on this series, I want to say since like 2015 or so, maybe 2016. It's been about five or six, maybe even going on seven years or some shit like that with this story. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they're ready to end it. And you figure if they're starting the final arc now, that doesn't mean that it's going to end within a couple of weeks it could be that it goes till 2023 it could be all of 2022 because dr stone has had a lot of lore a lot of world building a lot of setup and shit like that i'm sure there's a bunch of stuff that they have to make sure they tie up all the loose ends and things like that so it still could go on for quite some time but it is confirmed ending it is confirmed going into its final arc which it's kind of crazy like in the next few years once again shonen jump is going to be radically different than it even was throughout the you know 2015s to 2020 like already alone promised neverland demon slayer so many series are going bye bye and dr stone is up next gonna be a shame because boichi's art whatever boichi does next my god i can't wait because his art is it, it's something different to say the least dr stone final arc let's go hopefully the anime does it justice all the way through like they better keep on because i've been an anime only this far i want a full-on faithful adaptation okay higarashi when they cry fans horror manga fans horror anime fans in general apparently higarashi is getting a new manga according to this it says higarashi no naku koroni will start two new manga series on november 25th 2021 higarashi no naku on gangan online website by natsumi k and then higarashi no naku koroni hoshi watashi hen in big gangan issue 12 by tokiya se 
Diego, which, okay, so two different authors. I love me some When They Cry. In fact, I want to say I've let enough build up where I got a shit ton of episodes to watch of the new one. Definitely got, oh my god, we're in Halloween season two. Let's freaking go. I'm going to watch a shit ton. Oh my god, I got a whole bunch of When They Cry. Brand new stuff to watch in October. It just kind of hit me right now. I'm very, very pumped. And that means more than likely if they're doing these manga, probably they're going to have more When They Cry anime down the road as well. Let's go, baby. One of the best horror out there. Um, always a freaking scary pleasure to say the least. Higarashi when they cry. Okay, people, just a small update for Black Clover. According to this, it says Black Clover will be on break next week in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 44, and the series will resume in issue number 45 as scheduled. So, no chapter of Black Clover for issue 44, which I always say, yo, get your rest, do your thing, Tabata, come back stronger. And the last few chapters have been hitting quite differently to say the least. So yeah, do your thing. And it seems as though this is probably going to continue to be the norm moving forward with Shonen Jump. It started with Oda, Ichiro Oda, the creator of One Piece. Like every, what is it, every third or every seventh week or some shit like that, he gets a break. And then once the whole pandemic hit and everybody had to transition from analog to straight up digital because to meet working conditions and whatnot, then they started going this route of giving the authors a break here and there because they they just they're not accustomed to drawing and working under these conditions so yeah this seems to be that it's going to be a staple of the norm of giving the authors a break every so often and i'm all here for it you, you can't have more black clover if yuki tabata drops dead tomorrow you know what i'm saying like let the man enjoy life a little bit rest up and then you'll get your manga okay like just relax a little bit for the people that are impatient assholes that don't understand that these authors are humans real living breathing people tabata rest up get well enjoy yourself come back stronger okay next up mission yozakura fans out there according to this it says mission yozakura will be receiving 10 10 god damn 10 new projects to commemorate the second anniversary of the series and the series has also reached 1 million copies in circulation that doesn't sound crazy or anything like that but the new project for a mission yozakura family revealed the first character popularity poll for the series okay uh character relationship and highlight chart a guide and extra released on jump and jump plus a voice calendar will be released daily and four new drama episodes with a new cast holy shit that's that's quite a bit oh and six through ten new merch for the series pop-up shops at shibuya tower records panel exhibition wallpapers volume 10 release and lastly the series will be receiving a bonus chapter in weekly shonen jump issue 44 wow they're, they're doing a lot for this one no nobody can say that shonen jump didn't give um mission yozaku to the works i mean it's been for a long time felt like it's kind of been a quaint relic that they haven't pushed but this is definitely going to make up for it in the popularity department and i want to say wasn't it already announced that an anime is in the works so that should make it get some traction to be honest with you this is one that i've never really dove into like this is one that maybe i'll probably wait for whenever the anime comes and i'll be anime only just because i have no idea what the heck this thing is even about but mission yozakura fans y'all about to be feasting like a motherfucker okay people and last on the docket tokyo revengers here we have a chart that shows the manga sales while the anime has been broadcasting just the giant skyrocketing and it's absolutely insane that starting off at the very first like when the anime started it was 
you know pebbles like that that's the 300k line if you're looking at it right now it was doing like nothing in comparison appeared in an ama talk tv show boom appeared in king brunch tv show boom At, oh my god it just seemed to skyrocket is insane holy shit 25 million 32 million total copies in circulation in japan including the 35 million i'm curious to see at the end of the year if possibly tokyo avengers can outdo some of the goliaths out there like it's definitely going to outdo i want yeah i want to say it's outdoing one piece it's probably going to be outdoing like i wonder will it outdo jujutsu kaisen i think jujutsu kaisen might actually beat it out in the end i'm not really sure but either way tokyo avengers is going to be top three hands down it's just looking at this chart the, the crazy thing is that people aren't even like celebrating how like dope the tokyo avengers anime is they're like eh, it's a mid adaptation whatever like it's so topsy-turvy that with Demon Slayer was the exact opposite where everybody was like the anime is the goat the manga's mid and this one is the manga's the goat the anime's mid but over there in Japan the sales tell a different story because it wasn't until after the anime that boom look at the sales insane and that that's a testament to an anime doesn't need to have this outstanding insane amount of animation and sakuga and all this stuff to pop if it's a really dope story and it you know can translate very well then boom look of the success and shout out to tokyo avengers yet again yet again yet again insane huge i can't wait to see what the sales are for the biggest titles of this year we're about two months off to see who's the king of 2021 i'm pretty sure it's probably still gonna be maybe demon slayer or jujutsu I i'm thinking maybe like it'll be demon slayer jujutsu and tokyo avengers or demon slayer and tokyo avengers somewhere in that ballpark but we gotta wait and see either way tokyo avengers great great greatness and yeah people those are all the stories we have for today's episode i'm curious what you guys think the two pieces of boruto news including the jump fest of 2021 or 2022 stage and also the big updates for the anime moving forward following the ishiki osutsuki stuff seemingly going back down the road of anime original saint seiya's live action movie that's probably going to be a massive disgusting train wreck the top 10 selling manga series of the week cowboy bebop live action according to them being an expansion of the anime okay a chojin x serialized from chapter one on and young jump well it'll also be on the website as well from the gantz creator gigant final chapter and the big beefy amount of pages to it vinland saga author speaking out about the anime and that the staff really loves the source material and they're gonna do right by it uh the weekly shonen jump rankings with red hood hitting dead last yet again and don to don having a big special chapter coming to weekly shonen jump when it's a jump plus title that's very big uh shaman king superstar going on hiatus my hero academia season six please don't botch it please don't botch it god damn it dr stone going on break and then entering its final arc very very big stuff there higarashi getting a manga new manga two new manga at that uh mission yozakura all these updates black clover going on break and tokyo avengers sales chart showcasing how massive the anime has done of a boost for it and your thoughts on any of the stories we covered in today's episode but that's all i have for this one thanks for watching hope you enjoyed if you liked anything i had to say or enjoyed the video drop me a like i'd greatly appreciate it and if you want more from me make sure to subscribe follow me on twitter instagram hit that bell to get all notifications and if you want to follow any of my other social media links in the description below i'm from that world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga one life bye have an awesome day peace in and you guys just watched another episode of forever news have an 
awesome day. Yeah.